Looking for low-stress ways to create a healthier, non-toxic environment in your home? The Green Divas make it fun and easy with useful information for making a beautiful and eco-friendly Green Diva home. Yay! Another Green Divas at Home segment with the beautiful Marcy Zaroff, who is the founder of Under the Canopy. She is an eco-fashion and eco-lifestyle pioneer. She's an artist. She's a yoga girl. She is an entrepreneur. Oh my gosh, she's very busy and aren't we glad to have her. Hi, Marcy. (laughs) Hi, Rick. How are you? So I love the concept for today's segment. We're talking about farm to bedroom, like we all get farm to table now, right? Most of us get right. what that means. So what does it mean to bring, you know, natural, uh, sustainably produced products into our home and into our bedroom? You want to talk about that? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it is, uh, as you said, you know, it is, it's already apparent that people have embraced the farm to table concept because they want to know, they want to pull the curtain back and they want to know what kind of food they're eating, what are they putting into their bodies. So, you know, looking at the next frontier of that, it's not just what we put in our bodies, but what we put on our bodies. And so when you look at a typical, you know, bedding set and you just want it to be soft and you want it to be of good quality, you know, it's been, you know, it's been sort of this disconnect for people to think about, well, what about the fibers? What about... What, what's going into the making of that bedding, right? right so, right. you know, and I joke oftentimes when I do public speaking that people think that their, you know, their clothing and their bedding is growing in the department store, right? But when you really <laughs> pull the curtain back, it starts at the farm. Yeah. And so most people have cotton bedding, right? Right. But what they don't realize is that less than 3% of the world's agriculture is cotton, but 20% of the most harmful insecticides and 10% of the most toxic pesticides are actually used on cotton, and cotton is very heavily processed with chemicals. So when you are actually trying to be transparent about what goes into that bedding that people are sleeping on, it's pretty mind-blowing. So my whole thing is just like that same level of awareness and consciousness that goes into food, we now can say, how do we create, you know, products and bedding to start that is, you know, supporting human and planetary health, right, that you feel good about and that is not just soft to the touch, but that touches you on every level, that you understand it. Okay, I have soft to the touch, segue, bamboo, like bamboo, some some of the most soft fabric in the world is bamboo, and it sounds really exciting because it's so easy to grow, but I understand that to process bamboo into fiber for soft fabric is a very chemical and heavy, uh, you know, heavy footprint process. Is that true? Yeah. So uh, bamboo has been a poster child of greenwashing, and yeah. that's because when you take the what we call the basque fiber of the bamboo, even though bamboo itself is a renewable a renewable plant, and if you turn it into furniture or flooring, you don't have to break it down into fiber. So it actually is sustainable still. But to break bamboo and the basque fiber down into a fiber for textiles, for yarn, and then for spinning and knitting and weaving, it actually is an extraordinarily toxic process that right. emits huge amounts of, of air and water pollution 
And in the end, all that's generally left after the processing of bamboo into fiber is chemicals, just like rayon, right? So it might start at a good source, but at the end of the day, it's just chemicals. So what we use instead of bamboo that has that same luster, that same luscious, yummy, silky, soft hand is something we call eucalyptus. Yeah. And eucalyptus is the cellulose from the eucalyptus plant. We extract the cellulose. We break it down with a completely non-toxic solvent okay. that has no chemicals. Right. It's it's manufactured in what we call a closed-loop system, so all the byproducts are used efficiently. Okay. And, of course, eucalyptus, like bamboo, is very sustainable. It's grown without water on non-arable land, so you're not taking food crops away. Right. So it's a great fiber, and it's three times stronger than cotton, grows without water. I believe I have some soft. sheets that are made from this that I, I – maybe they're from your company. I don't know, but they are like, oh, my God, heaven. Yeah, they're really soft. So we, we sell – under the canopy sells uh, – a blend of 70% certified organic cotton and 30% eucalyptus sheets on bedbathandbeyond.com. Yeah, that's probably uh, maybe. Well, I got it in the store, but at any rate, yep. I, I'm an advocate for for that is yummy. So, yes. so let's talk about like the cost. Not you know, so for our luxury and our comfort, sometimes we don't realize the cost to farmers. Maybe that um, you know, in countries, a lot of that cotton. Farming, you were talking about, that's so toxic, takes place not in this country even. Yeah, well, cotton is one of the leading causes of air and water pollution. And um, and in India, and you could, you know, people can Google this, yeah. every half an hour a conventional cotton farmer is actually committing suicide because the paradigm is just completely non-sustainable and completely broken where they get lured in by, you know, the GMO seeds and the Roundup you know, and the chemical insecticides and, and pesticides. And once they start using that because they're told that it's going to increase their yields, what happens is the bugs eventually build resistance. Yeah. And then they have to up the ante on the strength of these pesticides. Yeah. And when they do that, it costs more money. It ultimately kills the ecosystem and the soil. The plants get weaker, and the bugs come back again, str- smarter and stronger, and that's where you hear super bugs and super weeds, and the system's breaking down, and the farmers are going into despair, and the way that they're committing suicide is they're actually drinking the pesticides. It's a terrible, oh. terrible situation that's going on. 90% of the cotton in India right now, more than 90%, is actually genetically modified. Same with the U.S. Um, so it's really scary because we're risking the you know, the natural system and the ecosystem of cotton, which is one of the world's most adored fibers. And um, So, I mean, and that's know. just one example of the entire system being, like you said, it's, it's busted. And, you know, people, environment, uh, water systems, you know, everything is being affected. It is not sustainable. And if we think, because it's happening in India, that it's not happening here or it doesn't affect us, you're wrong. And th- it, like I said, it's just one example. And I know that, you know, one of the things that you work hard with your company and, 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 and greater awareness, bringing greater awareness, is that there are better ways to source material um, that is fair trade, you know, safe, uh, healthier for everybody, right? 
Absolutely. In fact, even down to things like that people don't really necessarily think about, like the filling that goes in your pillows and into your comforters, you know, are you generally speaking, if you go to a store, they're generally going to be um, polyester, which of right. course burns fossil fuels. We have huge climate change, right. you know, concerns now and global warming. And we have to start to think about, you know, all of these um, materials. We have to stop extracting and exploiting our planet. We have to start creating a model based on a circular economy versus yeah. a linear economy. Yes. We have to, what we take from the earth, we have to give back to the earth. 5% of landfill space right now is textile waste. So one of the other fibers that we use to stuff our pillows and our comforters is called recycled poly, R-P-E-T, which is yes. not polyester that's been recycled. Yeah. What it is is we're taking plastic bottles out of landfills, yep. breaking them down into a super soft fiber that is then stuffed into um, these pillows are being reused. And that... There's a company in the, in the U.S. called Unify that has a fiber called Reprieve, which is recycled plastic bottles. They took 900 million plastic bottles out of the landfills last year. Yeah. I mean, this is a huge solution to an environmental crisis of the magnitude of plastic bottles in our landfills, not including all that textile waste. Well, you know, right? and it's like they're not going anywhere. So we might as well reuse them, put them to good use, and, and try to minimize, you know, uh, maximize the life of the whatever this – Plastic is a source material, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, so I love that you and, and other companies are starting to think innovatively about how to create products that are more sustainable from cradle to grave, as it were. Yep, absolutely. I'm on the board of the Cradle to Cradles Fashion Positive Effort, which is an amazing new vertical under the Cradle to Cradle Innovation Institute that is looking at material health and material reuse, renewable energy, social justice, um, and it really, you know, it, it really is a model for, you know, creating a more sustainable future because right now business as usual just can't keep going. No, it's no. It's not, not good for our bodies, it's not good for our planet or our home, and it's not good for our children's futures. Well, I don't think, you know, manufacturers have always been about the bottom dollar, like, well, we can get it done in China for, you know, three cents a package, you know, well, great. What is the ultimate cost? And we have to start really looking at, like you said, the transparency. What what is what is the ultimate cost here? So, uh, we have to wrap this segment up. But obviously, we could talk to you all day long about this mm-hmm. stuff, and and we will talk to you more because there's more for us to learn. Absolutely. Well, thanks so much for having me, Meg. And uh, you know, we're we're starting. I think the real the real breakout for this year is you know making sustainable products. Not about why would you buy them, but why wouldn't you buy them? As long as they're affordable, yeah. accessible, and authentic. And yeah. that's really been my mantra. So. Love it. All right. Stay tuned, people. More coming. Find out more about this Green Divas at Home segment and lots of other great low-stress ways to live a deeper shade of green at thegreendivas.com. That's T-H-E, greendivas.com. <laughs> 